Are you going to clap? Oh, uh, yeah. Why not? I don't need oh, to. I, don't I will. <laughs> we are live. Hey, guys. It's... Welcome back. Wow. Wow. You ruined Molly's intro that day. So I just said nice. <laughs> We're back. Carry on. Crack on. We're back. Right, this is the intro. What are we talking about today, Molly? You guys' faces. Well, yeah, this, uh, just want to preface this by saying if we sound a little bit different, it's because we're all, uh, doing it from home. So apologies in advance for poor sound quality. Um, <laughs> this week we're talking about... Our listeners are used to poor sound quality. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cool. So this week we're talking about the $40,000 Bitcoin. We're talking about, oh, you got a grayscale announcement, Zach. Um, European Central Bank, Christian Lagarde, called Bitcoin funny business. Um, I'm talking about the small dip that we had. <laughs> and Danny got Coin Corner up there. Danny got bored already and left. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. Guys. He's back. Apologies. Cool. <laughs> yeah. New year, new us. New podcast. No, no new year, same mm. us. <laughs> no new faces. Not yet. Um, cool. Well, then, shall we kick it off and talk about the $40,000 Bitcoin? Because I think the last podcast yes. episode we recorded was before Christmas. Um, and I can't remember what the price was on that one, but we've hit 40 k since then. We've also gone down to 30 k again, but we're back mm. up around about 40 k again. So, yeah. yeah. This is Bitcoin. This is what happens. <laughs> Welcome. Absolute <clears throat> chaos. Uh, yeah, um, it was... <laughs> Is what it is, isn't it? Kind of that's we're so used to it. Um, it's the way the industry works, and it has always worked. Um, with the better sort of ways of explaining it on the some of the graphs historically, where we do see the dips, um, and you'll see the uh, twenty-five to forty percent region dips. That there might be, say, what is it, four to five? I think usually in the one the bull runs mm. um, that we've seen historically. So. You know, that's maybe number one that we've just had there. Um, maybe we've got two, three, four, and, and maybe a five to come at some point soon. Um, they'll all seem bigger as, as the price goes up as well. Um, <laughs> because as we saw this time, the biggest dip dollar-wise, but um, realistically, it wasn't that big of a dip percentage-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was only, was it 28%, I think? 20, Something yeah, I 29, yeah. I think. I'm just looking um, at the graph now. Well, this kind of goes nicely into my, my section anyway about the dip. So, um, yeah, this, that, this dip that's just happened is like 29%, but previously we've seen like 36, 38%. So although this one felt like it hurt a little hmm. bit, there has been, <laughs> has been bigger dips. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people. Do you think, yeah. it actually, do, do you, do you think it's because of new people that have come in that are making a big deal of this? Cause I would, we kind of saw a dip coming and it got, it got heavily reported. Yeah, but, uh, because we've been in the industry quite a while, we were just a bit like, "Oh, this is what happens." But because there's new people coming in, it might have got, people got a bit overexcited. That's what people, I, that's what I thought about it. Yeah, people get scared, and you you do we you know we see panic sellers, um, and that happens. They're new, and hopefully they'll stick around and continue uh, after this, and it doesn't um, taint them too much for them. Um, but it's, it's it's natural. I think that's part of the education piece for me. It's mm. people will start to learn that to take your remove your time preference and, and look at a, a bigger 
longer term than the short term, um, which is what others go back to. Yeah, a bit. yeah. yeah I think seven. we saw massive panic selling. Um, even like mm. myself personally, like extended family and friends <laughs> who like they can ask me anything and I told them, you know, telling them to hold even some of those sold and thought they, you know, try to trade and stuff. It's uh, Yeah, I think there's quite a lot of people trying to trade because there's so much anticipation that it was going to happen. Like you can't yeah. get exponential growth and not expect some pullback. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I kind of feel like, they, like people are also trying to and probably actually probably people may, might have a lot of people probably to be fair mm. i think they timed it right yeah like most people don't like it well i think if i if i recall rightly as well didn't a couple of the bigger exchanges have issues which then caused panic which then caused the price to just plummet yeah yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll come i was actually going to come on to that yeah just to touch on what dave's saying there the uh, people trying to trade and things you know that's that is natural we've seen that historically um you know i I did that myself back in the day, um, back in the sort of 20, let's say 2013 time period, maybe. Um, and you're trying to trade and think, okay, you're getting back and forwards in different ones and stuff. And you, you realize eventually people will always come back to, you know, unless you're a, a professional day trader and even and they're not, you know, particularly great a lot of the time. Um, no. You've kind of just, you're winging it and it's easier to buy, mm. hold and play the long-term game and use it as a, a saving rather than a, uh, investment trading perspective um people will learn over time and people might get stung and get burnt um hopefully not too bad and hopefully they'll stick around for the long term um, education piece don't they everyone has a go i think we all all around here have had a dabble at trading it trying to predict the dip i mean if yeah. you're new to it mm. that's what people do and everyone yeah. learns just actually take a step back zoom out hold it mm. so everyone like literally everyone gets to the same conclusion yeah, I mean, over the years, the amount of people have had come to me saying about they've got uh, some trading algorithm that hmm. will guarantee profits. Yeah. It's just, it's incredible. Like the, We had them back in, say, 2014, 15, and then the 2017 run, we got so many of them sort of requests and people doing that, um, you know, saying they're the, they've got the brightest minds in the world that have created this algorithm. And it's like, it's, you know, where's the algorithm today? Yeah. Four years later, it's, it doesn't yeah. exist. Um, so it's it's not... Um, and you know they're coming to you as well. Like they come, they were coming to us for X, Y, and Z reasons. But it's like you know, if you're the brightest minds in the world, why hmm. you yourself? Like why do you need us? Um, so there was a lot of you realise that people are it's new, so people are going to try these things. Um, but you know, it's easier to buy, hold, and sit back hmm. uh, and enjoy the ride a little bit. Yeah, it's more relaxing. So you don't want to get you don't want to get caught on the wrong side of that, do you? On the what? Sorry, you cut off there. Sorry, you know, it's it's much more relaxing just to sit and hold yeah. and know that you've got skin in the game, than than being out of it on the wrong side of a of a trade. I've, yeah. We've all been there. It's actually you know, you don't sleep, do you? No, no. Yeah, yeah. if you've got long term time <laughs> preference, then yeah, you're just kind of watching it yeah, happen. Exactly. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, You just want to tell, just tell everyone to just to just need. You tell everyone just. To, Dave's going again. Is anyone else losing? <laughs> am, I, okay. am, I really, am I really cutting out? I thought this might be a problem. <laughs> mm. right, you must realise you're waffling. <laughs> oh, right. Not the best bits. <laughs> I suppose yeah. this leads on to mine anyway, Molly. Of um, So uh, was it yesterday we saw it? the price come back up to 40k? Yeah. Um, and a lot of, I saw a few articles kind of attributing this to maybe Grayscale and what happened there. 
Um, so Grayscale finally reopened their services to new investors again and then immediately went and bought 2,100 Bitcoins in 24 hours, <laughs> which is like $80 million worth. Um, so they've shown no signs of slowing down, really. And they now they have... It, they are to, their total holding is six hundred thousand bitcoins, which is about twenty three billion dollars. Holy uh, crap! So it just shows institutions are still buying regardless mm. of the price, and they're in it for the long term. I thought it was quite exciting. Sorry, Danny. They're catching me. They're catching you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was. I was going to touch on that, like what Zach's saying. That is, is kind of. Um, obviously interesting in the 80, 83 million was it sorry yeah around that like they bought uh, in 24 hours yeah <clears throat> which obviously they they bought the dip <laughs> just extreme yeah. uh, <laughs> um, but then what what Molly touched on with the uh, the the movement it was some of the exchanges some of the bigger exchanges going down and due to that and the um, price was effectively um becoming an arbitrage opportunity at the different mm. places and the ones that were up and running were a couple of hundred dollars different to the ones that were going down and that was then eventually forced what was a, a quick price dip which then liquidates lots of people's uh, long positions and so on and it becomes a snowball effect and these things happen um what you know you, you will never really get to the bottom of the exact reason behind why the dip was there mm. um, whether it was people speculating or, or whatever um, if it was a technical reason like that, we're never really going to get to to understand and, and know um, fully accurately what it was and what the reason was. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, it did look a little bit like it was, for me, probably a combination of all them things. Uh, and I think the price would have come back regardless of grayscale buying. But yeah, yeah I agree. Just adds that extra um, sort of buying power and upwards pressure, uh, I guess, mm-hmm. as well. Uh, I think it shows we've talked about it before of, um, institutions versus retail of like time preference institutions time preference is going to be a lot longer than retail like, well, I've already seen people taking profits which yeah. is fine yeah. you know you've made profit you can take it um, you got like micro strategy that you know that the yeah. Michael Saylor's saying he's not actually going to sell ever that's the plan he's never planning yeah. to sell so you know that's their, that's their time preference there yeah yeah hold on so if he's never planning to sell like ever what <laughs> Yeah, I don't I fully under I don't fully understand that either, really, Molly. It's the matrix well, yeah. meme. You, you loan against it, so there's there's a couple of different th- theories, I guess, of thinking behind it. Um, obviously, there's there's the shares in the company, and as the Bitcoin price value goes up, the company value in theory goes up because it's got a bigger balance sheet. Mm. Um, regardless of what revenue it's making, it still has a lot more um, of a war chest, should we call it? Um, so there's combinations of that. Uh, the other side of it is, it's like exactly what he's just done. He's just took a loan for six hundred million dollars and bought Bitcoin with it. You know, why not then going forwards if they ever need cash for anything? You know, you can loan against the the asset, which is Bitcoin, there and use the cash to do that. And if Bitcoin continues to increase over time, it effectively means they've got this business here that they can theoretically continue to operate and they could branch out into all sorts of ventures using effectively. Um, a war chest that will be a never-ending war chest that you know is never going to be depleted um if they're not dipping into it and they're just loaning um there you go it's it does yeah. it, it does open up doors and i understand like you know if you buy into hold forever it almost makes no logic sense it's uh it's a weird yeah, the logic is worth loaning against it i mean that opens it all up doesn't it mm. yeah 
Yeah, if the value keeps, yeah. value keeps going up and, you know, the value yeah. doubles in four years' time and you pay the mm. loan, you've still got what you started with and you've been able to do whatever you were doing with that $600 million. Mm. Um, yeah. I do wonder, you kind of have to, so like my strategy, Michael Saylor, I don't know the setup of the business in that, but um, will he eventually get like shareholder pressure to sell when they've made a lot of profits? Um, it's not just one man making the decision, isn't it? You've all got to buy into the idea, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely do, and I think yeah, that's that's definitely a consideration. Yeah, uh, but that's for him uh, to, oh, to yeah. try and have the argument, I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, if, yeah. if he's a couple of billion um, over whatever time period it be, um, then why would they keep going against him? Mm. Uh, it's uh, yeah. Well, he's forced all those shareholders to become, a, he's to buy a Bitcoin company, essentially, hasn't he? He's mm. Those yeah. that were already investing in his company, they've become almost a, a kind of like grayscale <laughs> to some extent. <laughs> um, they're just buying Bitcoin, holding yeah. it, and people yeah. are going to buy the shares against that. Um, not quite the same, but yeah, similar similar methodology. Mm. I heard him uh, on a podcast recently say, uh, "Have fun staying poor." <laughs> <laughs> Such a boomer. Dog. I, <laughs> what, what was I was like, "What? Are you what? <laughs> what?" <laughs> Dave, is, that th- is, that th- is that a thing now? Yeah. Yeah, it was the easiest reaction when someone slags off Bitcoin to you. I've had a three-year-old saying it the other day. <laughs> yeah, it's become really? a bit... <laughs> I've got a... It's on Twitter, Dave. Go find it. It's become I'll a go meme. look at it. Sorry, I must have missed yeah. that one. It's all tongue-in-cheek, but kind yeah. of serious. It's become a meme. And <laughs> things. People, I know there's been people saying that it's, you know, it's a bit abusive or whatever, but um, you know, you got to take it a bit lighthearted and um, take it as it is. And it's a bit of fun. Yes, yeah, this in this industry is built on memes, so yeah, yeah, this is just the next one for this year. I'm sure the gold community will meme yeah. us back when it, if it dips <laughs> again yeah. massively. Yeah, yeah. Hold uh, yeah. on, we just lost Danny. Heard over the Christmas period was um sorry. <laughs> My favourite one was who um, someone said it's number goes up technology. Who said yeah. that? That was brilliant. Dave, where have you been the last two years? Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> is that is that a new? Is that, was that not yeah. new? Oh, oh sorry. God, Dave. Oh, my I've God. had my head head in the spreadies. <laughs> <laughs> who who originally yeah, said that? I can't remember. Mr. Hoddle, I think. Was it? Oh, really? I think so. Built to go up, Dave. The halvings and mm. such. That's what it does, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dave, um, you need a masterclass on memes. I do. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm so out of the loop with the memes. <laughs> Speaking like of out of the man. loop, no, this oh. is going to be a great link. Speaking of out of the loop, Christine Lagardier. What did she <laughs> say? That was a terrible what segue. Did... <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> class. That was a good one. Um, what did she say this week? Bitcoin is funny, what it initiates funny, funny business, funny business. business or something. What did you say, Molly? Yeah, she called, yeah, she called so, uh, Bitcoin funny business basically. Yeah. yeah, so this is the head of the European Central Bank, yeah, which controls uh, interest rates and yeah, lends to commercial banks around the eurozone. Um, this said Bitcoin initiates funny business, which I think. Yeah, fair play. She's just on about um bringing in regulation to bring, <laughs> bringing in regulation to the business. But part of me thought 
you know, it, it, it's 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 like throwing stones in glass houses. Someone said, "Can you hear me, guys?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Half a bit. Yeah. So, I, 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 part of me thought, oh, it reminded me of the story about a uh, Pablo Escobar was paying. Um, <laughs> Pablo Escobar go. was paying. Was paying, <laughs> yeah. This is a segue. <laughs> Pablo Escobar was paying twelve hundred dollars. It, for elastic bands just to wrap up his dollar yeah, yeah. bills yeah so I, I was thinking that and you can't oh, you've got to get the most ever, sorry the most traceable currency that's ever been created and she's calling it funny business denying that any of the funny business well not denying it but it's like we we all know about the funny businesses that's mm. happened for, for centuries essentially yeah but, and i just thought it was um the way she worded it was probably you know mm. off the cuff and it probably riled a bit of the community yeah, did she get asked a question, or did she just randomly come out with this, or was she was it in response to someone? I think I think I think it was in response to the, uh, the price, probably. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that, that I'd put one of the comments on on there um, after the the thing, and just saying, you know, if we are, if she thinks that's, uh, she said it was facilitating funny business, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Um, so appreciate. Okay, that's facilitating funny business, but. You know what else facilitated that exact same funny business? Your hmm. computer, the internet, you know, electricity. It's just everything. It's like, what, what are you gonna say next? Like, you've got to ban something because it can facilitate something. So can a car. So can hmm. you know everything. Um, it's a ridiculous. It's just a ridiculous, uneducated comment for one on yeah. uneducated on Bitcoin. But it's almost a very like. It's very naive. Like, yeah. yeah, it's it's like a you know what sort of person in that position makes a comment like that yeah. where you you know if you're in that position of where she is at the european central bank you think they're going to be switched on and, and clever and know what they're doing and talking mm-hmm. about i'm not saying just be a bitcoin expert but she mm-hmm. should understand that new technology and these new things are going to create you know the internet created new crime and new things for police mm-hmm. and investigate and catch and so does every piece of new technology you can't just say ban something because it's somebody's committed a crime with it then you know mm-hmm. that's you don't do that it's it's ridiculous comment um no. forgetting being bitcoin just anything in general yeah not even well, I think that, forgets that cash probably facilitates yeah. more funny business than bitcoin yeah. did a bit yeah. of research you would have found was it less than one percent of bitcoin transactions are illicit yeah. yeah but she was yeah but she was also talking about introducing regulation um so it was on the on the that you do have quite good regulatory infrastructure. So I think she's probably coming yeah. from that side of it, really. Yeah. To say, yeah. How much crime still goes through? <laughs> yeah. It's not very good, is it? Yeah, standing yeah. up for a day. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. How much crime goes through HSBC and all these other banks around the world yeah. that you know we're all aware of now? Um, and they've got a full regulatory framework around them and have done for decades. And they just get fined for the yeah. amounts that they can absorb and carry well, on. Well, maybe... Life. Maybe that's their biggest problem is the fact that and can't. There's no one to get after with Bitcoin. You say that again, Dave. So it's just maybe because they've got a, a because these are centralized institutions that are regulated, then they they've got someone to go go after. Whereas Bitcoin being decentralized, there's no one actually to chase to to actually physically find. Yeah, but there's the company which would create create a problem. 
the companies around them are the ones that they're, they're regulating. So, you know, you, yeah. you know, who do you find on the internet? Who do you go and shout out for doing illegal things on the internet? That's decentralized yeah. in, in a manner as well. So, uh, you know, without it being an open network in the way it was, it wouldn't have thrived in the way it did. That's why, you know, you had the intranet versus internet back in the day and everyone hmm. wanted an intranet rather than an internet. Um, you know, now it's just, you don't even hear of the word intranet anymore. It's, it's an, an alien word. Um, but I used to, I genuinely used to think it was a typo for internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but now, obviously, that that's where you know the internet has been become what it is. If somebody does something illegal on the internet, you you don't turn around and say ban the internet because I don't know who to go and shout at. You go and shout at the person or the company that's done it. Um, which is the same with Bitcoin. If someone does something criminal, then you go and shout at the person or the company that's did it. Um, there's there's no difference there just because it's a uh, I guess it's just new and scary. On the flip side of it, whether she's been particularly clever and we're given her less credit than she deserves there in the fact where, in the manner of she said ban Bitcoin um, or not ban Bitcoin, but she needs to have like this regulation. She's gone extreme on it basically and said like it's, it's facilitating funny business. So she's gone at this really extreme angle. And then when they come in with the regulation, that's not quite as extreme as everyone expected everyone's okay with that because mm. oh it's not as bad as we we thought it was going to be but it's still bad so she's trying to push this sliding scale up mm. the extreme end in her comments so when they bring regulation in it's eventually here but really we want to be over here sorry if you're listening to this i've got my hands <laughs> <brought up. laughs> scale. all you audio listeners out there. <laughs> um, so you know maybe she's been particularly clever in that respect and she's actually playing everybody else there I think that's given her far too much credit. It could be. <laughs> it could be. But you've always got to be aware and be, be yeah. cautious, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Anything else to say on that, or should we move on? Let's move on. Before we get into move more on. Move on from uh, dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> well, bringing it right into the present then. Danny, what's been going on at Coin Corner? Uh, we have finally... <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Lightning is now available on the website, and just today, actually, um, and just today uh, on the mobile apps on Android and iOS as well. Um, so that's um, still not had the time to play around properly myself. Now it's gone. <laughs> um, I'll be having a play around this afternoon with that. <clears throat> um, all so far gone smoothly. Um, touch wood. Nothing has uh, has gone too wrong. Um, we've had a quite an alright take up, haven't we? Uh, Zach's probably mm. better yeah. on, on most of this at the minute. Um, it's been an experience, as I think we've said in the past. Was it back in April? We added Lightning to the gateway as a bit of a, a test bed and just to get used to Lightning and how it would work within our environment. Mm-hmm. Um, we then. Um, it began the work on it almost straight away, didn't we? Um, at the time back in April, but we just didn't really get around. We, we were distracted, obviously, with lockdowns and things like that, and we ended up getting pulled onto all sorts of projects and things. Mm. So we didn't actually get time to revisit it until just before Christmas time, was it? Um, and Zach was able to um, crack on with a lot of the development side of that, and uh, we was up and running with the development side, probably about a week window maybe, um, to get that up and <clears throat> Uh, which is good because a little bit, I know we're, we're smaller uh, than a lot of, you know, Coinbase and the like. It's cool. It just kind of goes to show we've got a much smaller team. You know, we've got probably maybe a, 
a more um, Bitcoin enthusiast team than some of the other companies may have. Um, but we've been able to integrate Lightning and, and introduce it into our systems and you know, social mm. everybody else. Uh, and I we've commented a few times around it and it's frustrating that some of the bigger guys are not cracking and saying they are going to now. Um, but I think a lot of it comes to company um, company priorities and decisions around that. Um, I think our decision is innovate and stay at the forefront of this um, mm. technology and keep, keep moving forwards. Um, a lot of these other companies are adding altcoins and um, trying to create the revenue off the back of that. And it's kind of a short-term win because, as we know, a lot of the altcoins disappear and hmm. die after a couple of years. So they are short-term wins for uh, long-term loss is the way I would see it. Um, I think we're building more towards a, a long-term gain. Hmm. Um, well, we've, which, we've always said, haven't we, that our focus is always being Bitcoin. So we're not necessarily bothered about adding all the altcoins. We're bothered about supporting the infrastructure of Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's exactly that. I mean, we, we've seen that ourselves recently. Um, I mean, you guys know that I've always been against uh, listing alts and things like that. And I tried it some years ago. Dave's smiling now. Uh, <laughs> we introduced a couple of them a few years back, which we believed were more uh, reputable and, I'll say reputable, bigger sort of top five uh, coins. We did that as a trial to see how it'd go because the demand was there from customers and it was like, you know, we've we've mm. we've got the functionality and flexibility to be able to add them, but we just wanted to see. Um, all through that time period, we've been at between 90 to 95% of our purchases are Bitcoin and the rest are made up of the alts. Um, so, that, you know, you can see the demand's not really there for them. Uh, and then obviously recently, we've just had a whole um, Ripple XRP incident. And, all right, uh, yeah, RIP XRP. So um, we are now obviously delisting that along with everybody else. Um, and you can see there that, you know, it's sort of short term life on our exchange. Um, whereas if we focused on adding Lightning, you know, hopefully Lightning's not going to disappear in a, a year or mm-hmm. two time because uh, we believe that will be the future of, of payments there. Um, so it's focusing on a, a long term strategy rather than the short term gains. Yeah. yeah, I think I agree. It's completely about priorities, isn't it? Like, I think we've talked in the past, some of these bigger companies adding the altcoins are maybe looking for short-term volume and revenue in order to go for IPOs and that kind of thing. Um, whereas we're, I think as well, we're, we're we've big shareholders, you know, getting involved and they've obviously got, yeah. you know, you, and inve- you know, investors that we've all had, we've never had investments, so we don't have the pressures of, you know, our VCs telling us we need to add alts. Yeah, we need to make more revenue X, Y, and Z and things like that, yeah. yeah. We get more freedom, flexibility, mm-hmm. um, independent Bitcoin companies, which is few and far between. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, gives us that freedom to hopefully innovate mm-hmm. uh, with lots of new innovations coming this year, hopefully as well. It's going to be a good year. Sure. Uh, cool. That's kind of all the topics to cover this week. Unless anyone else has got anything to add? Otherwise, I've got questions. Oh. Molly's got a question. <laughs> Exciting. Okay, so guys, the question this week is, everyone obviously talks about Lamborghinis when the price moons by a Lambo. Yes or no? Would you guys do that? You don't even ask to ask that question. <laughs> do you know what, though? Like, I, so I, I I'll never buy a Lambo, Mom. No, well, I, I actually put this out on Twitter, um, and I was genuinely surprised because obviously the Lambo is iconic 
kind of in the Bitcoin space. But you'd be surprised. Not many people are that keen on Lambos anymore. It's all about mm. Tesla. I think it's just Lambo is yeah. one of them. It's the, it's the status thing of of the joke of it's the meme of Bitcoin. Effectively, it's a meme. That's it. Um, it's not necessarily even back at the back in the day. I don't think everybody really wanted no. to buy. It's just the, the meme of the status of it. Um, but yeah, no, I think my answer is yeah, no, no, I'm not really that that particularly interested in, in buying one. Yeah, I'm a no. I wouldn't buy a Lambo or a Tesla. Sorry, Elon. Um, yeah, I just buy a Tesla. Like, imagine, imagine parking it or the roads of the Isle of Man. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to get rid of never all the get, You'd never get anywhere. No. Exactly. Speed bumps, though. <laughs> It'd be a nightmare. Um, yeah, yeah no, no, that's a no from me. Same with what, Tesla. Okay, side question. What is your, what is your Lambo? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, you've stumped us all. Yeah, uh-huh. Sorry, <laughs> should have probably prepped that one. Are we talking vehicles or just anything? Um, I guess anything that I think. Yeah. Oh, sorry, if you're going to say vehicles, then we. I don't know. Anything kind of open though. I mean, that conversation could go on for days. But mm. if I it was a car, I know what vehicle. But I, I, if I wouldn't be again, wouldn't be a top priority for me to get. I don't think. Go on. Well, and let's stick to vehicles. I'd, I'd go with the Audi R8, I think. Cool. Standard. Nice. I like Audis. They're um, listening. Nice to drive. <laughs> Dave? I'm not I'm not a car guy. I literally, I, look, I drive, I drive a Honda Jazz. <laughs> right, come on. That says a lot about me. I'm not into okay, cars. <laughs> exactly. I'm the youngest man ever to drive a Honda Jazz. <laughs> You're asking the wrong guy about cars. <clears throat> God, uh, I'll probably, yeah, I probably won't buy, I'd probably buy a bike. A bike, old, like, motorbike? Like, or yeah, like bike. another, and a motor, not pedal bike, something <laughs> with an engine. Like a, like something from the 70s, or maybe like, yeah, maybe a late 60s Porsche or something. But no, I'd, I'd still hod all over those two, though. Yeah, that's my, yeah, I'd no, no rush to go and to buy one. It would just be, that'd be the only thing. I don't think I, outside the cars, I don't even think there's anything either, to be fair. Um, no. What about you, Molly? Or have you answered? Oh, no, no, I'd keep my mini. I'd, nice. <laughs> I, I would probably just maybe pay for it to be washed a bit more than it already is. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'd maybe buy the island. How much do you think the island would cost? Can yeah, we buy the Isle of Man? Yeah, can we buy the Isle of Man if Bitcoin goes to the moon? Uh, <laughs> Howie can't turn it down. <laughs> Too fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... We'll have to wait and see, maybe. Mm. <laughs> there you go, I'll add that to the to-do list. <laughs> In the uh, the business plan for the long term. <laughs> the, the real Bitcoin island. Yeah, mm. as you said, though. Yeah, there we go. Mm. Cool, cool. So that sums it up for this week's podcast. Thank you, guys. Cool. Yeah, I think I'm probably going to be like this for a little while, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, honestly, I hope not. We'll try and take a It's killing me. I can't. (laughs) With three kids in this house. (laughs) Gonna break out. Yeah, it is. um, I think it's it's hard because we've only been in it a week and a half now, has it been? Um, 
to Dave that feels like a year and a half, I think. Um, uh, who was, that? I was, on a, who was, that? was I on a call with you earlier today and I had the baby attached to me? <laughs> <laughs> You're the baby attached to your front and a bright... I was like that... Like that guy from Hangover. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it looked like. Yeah. Absolutely awful. Honestly, that made my day. Cool. Go shoot. Right, cool. Alright, guys, thanks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. Peace.